0: This is the Chicago Golf Report podcast, hosted by Walter Liss. Today's guest is Carmen Corvino, Master Club Fitter with True spec Golf. So maybe let's start with um, maybe a little bit about your journey to become a Master Club Fitter. What, how does that take place? How did you, how do you find your way there?
1: So I started in the golf industry. I was 15 years old in high school. They had this thing called work program where we were able to go get a job and we were able to leave school at noon. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to jump on that. I went in, there was a local driving range down the street from my house and I had my parents drop me off and I walked into the pro shop there and I, looked at the guy, I was like, Hey, are you hiring? He's like, no, I'm like, all right, I'll see you tomorrow. And, and I just kept going back until finally he's like, stop, you, you could work here. And I was like, awesome. So I did that for about 10 years, um, got into the pharmaceutical industry for a minute and just was never, never my thing. I, I wanted to go back to something that I enjoyed, something that was fun. Um, you know, it, it's a very cool thing when you could turn your hobby into your career where, you know, I don't work. You know, I get to hang out with people and watch them hit golf balls all day and mess around with equipment and data and things like that. So it's really neat.
0: And so I guess then the next question is how did you find your way to TrueSpec Golf? Oh,
1: LinkedIn. LinkedIn. I I saw an ad pop up and I was like, "I, I love golf. What's TrueSpec? And I just clicked it. And, you know, one thing led to another. I just inquired. Um, in the beginning it was, you know, if anything pops up, you know, we'll let you know. And uh, I'd say a couple months went by and, you know, something in my heart was just like, I'm going to follow up. And I sent another email and got a phone call back and you want to go to Scottsdale? I'm like, yep, uh, I definitely, I'm in middle of January in Chicago. We'll we'll go to Scottsdale. (laughs) So uh,
0: what was in Scottsdale?
1: So that's where I got to, you know, getting off the plane. First off, it was sunlight. It wasn't gray in Scottsdale. Very, uh, very beautiful weather. That's for starters. But when we got off the plane, we got to headquarters just to walk into the facility and and see just how efficient everything is and how everything is in order and attention to detail is something that is I would say so important to everything that we do, not just at each one of our studios, but you you walk into headquarters and, and you feel it, you feel the attention to detail. Um, from there, you know, you, we learned everything from how to understand how to use a launch monitor, read the data, but into such a fuller extent um, in such a deeper way to understand it. Um, the equipment, the club building, it was every part of, you know, what i'm training would be even if you have 10 years of experience walking in there you you i felt i mean it was as if you're around some of the brightest minds with regard to equipment and the education that you get away from that is it's kind of what sets us up for what we do at each one of our studios
0: so how many studios are there two specs all over the place do you know how many I believe it's 30
1: now, 30 plus, just around 30. Um, We have two in Chicago. We have uh, our studio in Geneva, which is out in Chicago West. Um, It is with David and Pestado Golf Academy. Um, And then we also have a studio out in the North Shore of Chicago, which is in Highland Park um, at the golf practice. Mm -hmm. And where are you located? I am currently right now, I'm sitting in our Highland Park location.
0: Mm, Okay. And so, yep. um, maybe give us a, a framework as far as what what is in the Highland Park location. You, Yours seems like you got a lot of shafts behind you. Got a lot of equipment. Is there is a place for people to go? I'm sh- I'm sure you have launch monitors, things like that. Yeah. So my
1: loca- or this location, Chicago North, is in located inside the golf practice. We have two hitting bays at this location, uh, both operating out of foresight. And then we have the golf practice, who is our new brand partner over here, has seven trackman bays. They have, I'm going to, if it's okay, I'm just going to kind of give you a little peek of what the short game area looks like out there. So you have real sand in the bunkers. Uh, Both of our studios do putter fitting, as you can see the putter fitting bay in the back. Um, But yeah, we have pretty much every 50,000 different ways to put a golf club together, something like that. So the golf practice is a golf academy. Um, They've been in this facility for 11 years. We moved in here in October. Um, I couldn't say more about what they do as a a golf academy with regard to coaching and how they take care of the juniors all the way up, all the way to adults. Uh, It's pretty great.
0: So usually, you know, you get people at all steps of their journey in terms of being a golfer what what is the the most common journey? Well, like, where are most golfers at when they come to see you in terms of how long have they been playing? Where are they at?
1: Uh, that range spans from everything, from the person who's never swung a golf club before, you know, to the person who's been playing golf their whole life. And you know that's the fun part for us as fitters because every person who comes in is essentially a different puzzle. You know it, there, there will find a solution. There, there is something to be gained out of going through this whether you've done it or had done it before, never done it, played golf, never played golf. You know, you could go into a, a, a deeper look at it and think about it from the view of you've never swung a golf club before. Would it make sense to start taking lessons with a golf club that fits you or one that doesn't? And then people will be like, well, how can you fit someone who's never swung a club? Well, I, I promise you length, weight, lie angle club design shaft weight these things all really make a difference especially for the person who's never done this before imagine giving a 12 year old kid you know pops golf club that you know he swings 100 miles an hour but you know junior over here swings 60 he's not going to have fun playing golf for the first time swinging this heavy sledgehammer around so i i think that you know, when you go into it from the mindset of let it be an experience, what can we learn from this versus like, I'm going into, you know, get a new club. It's like, what, what, what can we gain from going through the process, keeping variables constant, trying to separate the data, seeing what can be gained.
0: Usually how long does it take you then to have a fitting, say for a full, you know, set?
1: Yeah, full bag fitting takes about three and a half hours. Uh, It's a lot of shots. You know, we try to keep it as a fitter. Any person who is going through the fitting with so person, we're always making sure if the the person starts to fatigue, we're keeping an eye on it. We we don't want to fit someone to a tired, you know, tired golf swing, essentially. You know, even though we do get tired as the round goes on, you know, we want to make sure that what we're taking is essentially what it would be when we're fresh, like we're feeling good. Um, so yeah, typical fitting takes about three and a half hours. You're monitoring shots. You're not trying to hit as many balls as you possibly can in those three and a half hours. It's really keeping the data separated and and making sure that again, the variables are staying constant so we can see what's actually making the changes with regard to the equipment. Is it the head? Is it the shaft? Was it loft? Was it length? You know, and when you're separating the data in a a very, we could say scientific fashion, you you get to see really cool things happen with the results of what happens in the fitting.
0: So if we make the assumption that everyone could benefit from having clubs that fit, then do you see that? Is it, um, like the people who come to see you, do they, do they buy into that? Or is there, is there some kind of, I mean, do you have to sell them on the fact that look what you're doing, or is it something that usually the guys that are going to come see you, they're already like, Oh, I'm, I'm probably swimming uphill with what I have.
1: Yeah, I'm very practical with how I go through the fitting. It, you you got to hit it. Did it work? Great. It's not better than stop hitting it. If, you know, when we go through the fitting and you're testing things, you know, I, I try to treat it like we're playing a game, okay, where the person, me and that person, we're on the same team. In a way, we're trying to beat your golf club. So it it kind of engages both people into it. We're like, now we have something to do, like we want to beat it. So, you know, everyone you'll gain from it just going through the experience. It doesn't have to be like, I want to go buy a golf club. It's, you go into it with an open mind and you see what is possible and you test. It's the only way you could do it is test because if you're not testing it, it's safe to say, we're just guessing. Mm
0: it's really a great approach i've never heard anybody talk about it say in in that like fun approach that we're playing a game we're a team and this is what we're trying to do because it it does make sense right you you have these various levers that you can manipulate and now it's just a matter of ch- finding that and i'm assuming that comes directly from the data that you receive when they're taking these shots
1: yeah you know it, uh, the the way that we kind of talk about golf equipment sometimes it doesn't always make sense you know in, in Again, I think when you you make it practical and you explain things, is you know I, I hate to say it, but you, I don't even mean to hate to say it. You 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 educate as if you're teaching it to a a junior or a kid, because in that case now it, it is very practical. It's very easy to understand. I can confuse people with words, but that's not going to get us anywhere. You know, the, the end of the day, what everyone wants to see is gains. They want to see something better. You know, you don't go through a club fitting because you you want to go buy a golf club. That's not better. You know, it's, you go through it to see, is it possible? Is there something out there? Because if you're not
0: testing, then you just don't know. Mm -hmm. So in terms of what uh, the brands that true spec sells, is there a limited amount of brands? Are there certain ones that you use or how do you decide what you have?
1: We have, I would say pretty much every major OEM, Callaway, Titleist, TaylorMade, Ping, uh, Mira, PXG, Srixon, Haywood golf at this studio, um, we, we, have, I'm not running out of options. I could tell you that <laughs> So, and with regard to the shaft while well, you guys could see it behind me, I have every shaft that, you know, we need to go through a fitting, uh, you know, when you have 50,000 different ways to put a club together when mixing and matching shaft combinations, you know, it, it, it shouldn't take long, right? Like if you're testing 10 different shafts, I, I don't know if that's good. You know, I, I think now we're kind of guessing at this point. So when we see the shaft wall, you see all these options, but in a, a to make it simple, think of like, say a person who comes in and swings X speed. Well, this person needs a 60 gram shaft. Well, now you could essentially eliminate everything around. You see that the 60 gram is working best. You, you kind of have an idea now, like, okay, well, we could eliminate 75 extra stiff. So that takes off 10 shafts. You know, you start narrowing this down and before you know it, you're like, okay, let's try this one. And boom, it works. Hey, we got something that works. Keep hitting that. If it's not working and it doesn't work within the first three or four swings, what we typically see is people try to figure out how to make it work. That doesn't really make sense in the world of fitting. If you have a pair of pants that are too big, you're not going to eat more food to try to make the pants fit so it's we don't really need people to get used to it it should kind of just start clicking and timing up the way that we want it to
0: so knowing that you you have this big choice of all these manufacturers all these various club heads when the manufacturers come out with new club heads every year and all these different variations does that make your job more complicated or is that just something that after you give fitting after fitting you see okay this is what this kind of performs and you're able to kind of steer people towards something
1: yeah you know with with regard to fitting once you're done you get something that works stay confident go play golf have fun you know enjoy the club you, you you don't want to get a new club and then instantly start thinking like okay when's the next one coming out like you know yes it's great to update but like if you're not testing it and comparing it against each other how do we know that the next one is going to be better than the last one maybe just for you so uh, that's why I, with regard to the new product coming out they're going to come out with new product next year i don't know if that cycle is ever going to stop so all we could do is kind of educate explain to people like hey if you want to go get something new next year that's fine test it before you just go buy it off the shelf because at the end of the day we don't know if we're not trying it and if we're that that's to me the, the most practical way to think about it you're just guessing if you're not
0: so let's talk about the other important tool that you mentioned a little bit earlier, which is launch monitors. You mentioned Foresight. Um, what do you take from that? What are some of the metrics? What are some of the numbers that you're looking at when you're doing this testing?
1: Yeah, you know, with Foresight, you have the the machine is capturing images at the moment of contact. So you're the the each club has these sensors on there, and they're called fiducials. They're used in the medical industry for capturing images. Um, they essentially build the letter T across the face. I'm back. All right. So you could see the sensors on there. They essentially map out the face here. And when the club is passing through the launch monitor itself, the machine is capturing images. And it's showing us exactly where we're hitting it on the face, exactly what the face to path issue or face to path is coming through the club path. You get angle of attack, you get lie angle, dynamic lie. All those metrics are pretty much used when going through the club fitting. There are so many things and so many variables in this. And you know you you hear things where you know people will think that they need something that's you know a lower spinning shaft or something. Well, the launch monitor shows us exactly where you're hitting it on the face. So if we're hitting it lower on the face, we would typically see the spin go up. So sometimes just seeing strike location move could influence the spin. So, you know, when you're going through the shaft testing portion, having the launch monitor there to tell us like, how fast is this club moving? How fast is the ball moving off of the face? What are the ballistics on the golf ball itself? how much is this thing spinning? How fast is it spinning? You know, or how fast is it moving off the face? There, there, there's just so many variables through it. Mm -hmm. So then Uh, every data point, I wouldn't say that there's, you know, I I think it's pretty much all data points. I think the thing that I pay attention to the most would be strike location and how spin changes based on where you're hitting it on the face.
0: Sure. Makes sense. Um, What about putting fitting then? how, how is that different or is it just similar in a different scale? So I was, it, it's similar in a way. I, I, I don't think
1: people look deep enough at how important a putter fitting is. I, I, you hear everyone wants to go get fit for a driver irons, but we're using our putter the most out of any golf club on the course. And at the end of the day, the golf ball actually with the putter shouldn't really be flying through the air. So instead of dealing with launch parameters and the ball actually flying or you know, the, the backspin in thousands of RPM. Now we're dealing with the ball moving much slower. The ball is rolling. How, how long until the ball actually starts rolling? Is it skidding for more than 20 inches? Um, It it is so important. And then I'd say eye dominance, one thing that people don't pay attention to, you know, what is your dominant eye and how that goes hand in hand with alignment package on the putter. So for instance if you're left eye dominant typically you would in theory find someone have better success with maybe something that with a sight dot or a top line on the top line mm-hmm. versus someone who's right eye dominant may or may not do better with a line on the flange uh, at the end of the day the only thing you could do is test it and with the launch monitor that we use for the full swing we also use for our putting and we get to capture the same amazing data how the ball is moving off the face. So when you break it down like that you start to see push to pull ratio you have different toe hang different Then nah, we didn't even talk about length fly or loft so the putter fitting I think is one of the most important if not the most important fitting in the bag um so that's that's what I would have to say with regard to that you guys could see our putter fitting bay over here um we have probably 30 different putter heads we also have uh, we're fortunate to have the club connects adapter system for our putters. We could interchange link head and grip. So I can try different grips with different putters. Um, grip influences, closure rate, rate of rotation, all those wonderful things. Um, so there, there, there's so much to be learned. I, again, I think the, the one thing I could say is like each fitting, Going through it, if you look at it like I want to go for this experience, I want to go through a fitting experience, I want to see what it's like, I want to learn something, I want to have my mind open, I'm not trying to go be be combative, I want to find something better. When you have this mindset, you you go into it and you see how your putter comes out and you're like, wow, now I'm making putts. It
0: actually feels
1: different. Um, There's so much to it.
0: So it it really makes sense because if you see the impact points when you see like professionals and you see on their putter, the impact point, it's like a pin needle, tiny little thing. If I look at myself or every other amateur, we're covering the whole face. So the more you can do to give yourself to be in that position, I would assume it's got to be better.
1: Yeah. In that we, we went through this, I don't want to say phase, but there was this time where we were talking like, okay, you put straight back straight through, you need a face balanced putter. It's like, uh, I don't know about that anymore. Did you test it? Did did the face balanced putter work better for you? Um, I, I don't, you know, with how we, the, the blade putter is better for an arc. Um, it, that's like saying like, this is how tall you are. Your wrist to floor is this, this is how long your golf club needs to be. These would be great if we played golf on an Excel spreadsheet, you have to test it. And when you do, you learn. And that's why I say it's an educating experience because you go through it and there's so much to learn and not just for the person who's actually getting fit as fitters. I promise you every single person who comes in, we're learning something from them because it's a new swing. It's a new movement pattern, um, how they're leveraging and pulling the golf club through the, the golf swing and how they're making contact on the face, it's a and then on top of it the mindset. Not every golfer thinks the same. So we have to sit here and again put this puzzle together. And when you do it in a in a team environment where we're both trying to achieve the same thing, um that's when things get electric and you start seeing pretty amazing gains.
0: So last question for you. it's it it's all kind of adding up, right? you're you work for true spec who has got all this attention to detail. You obviously have wonderful facilities, you yourself, your approach to it, turning this into a game, working with the person you're fitting. Um, And even the tenacity it took for you to get to this spot in your career and to find these opportunities. What do you think then that you take? What, what helps you the most from your experience to get to this point? Like all the the hurdles you went to, you talked about doing another job that just, it didn't light the fire like it does. What What do you think you've learned from all those struggles to get to this point?
1: Nothing. There's nothing that I think satisfies the fitter more than to hear that the clubs that you just got, they, they helped you shoot your lowest score ever. You know, it, it's, there's something that it does when you see this person who has maybe been struggling for three years and he went and got this set of golf clubs that he bought off the shelf and he lost it. He wanted to quit the game. And we're sitting here again as a teammate, like, no, I love golf. I'm here because I love this game. I'm not going to let you lose your positive outlook on the sport. Let's get in here and see what we could do. And I think it's things like that. Just the what it does to you when you know that you're actually helping somebody and yeah, it does a lot. So I think that's the biggest takeaway from what we do as fitters, for me at least. I don't work anymore. I think I said that earlier. I get to hang out with people and watch them hit golf balls all day. So it's a it's a different way of life, I could tell you that. It's fun. We get to learn a lot every day. and I mean, I get to try equipment and watch people try new equipment and watch their minds essentially like, oh, I thought I was getting a tailor-made. And today you're walking out with the title is because at the end of the day, that's what performed best. And that's what we're trying to get to.